Welcome back. Big weekend uh, was enjoyed by all. Had a few Bud Lights over the weekend. Also, uh, don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, Bella Kane going to be over at the uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park on the stage at the Budweiser Pavilion. That is also brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. That is Bud Light. And uh, looking forward to uh, that tomorrow night as well. Big night tomorrow night. Looks like uh, the weather going to be a uh, possibility of an afternoon shower. But beyond that, you're going to be good to go. So head over to the uh, Wisconsin State Fair Park tomorrow. Bud Light night as always. And uh, Bella Kane on the stage. Gates open up at 6. Music starts at 7. Uh, parking, 10 bucks, And uh, for a motorcycle, it's absolutely free. And it's free admission to get in. So stop over. Wednesday Night Live continues tomorrow night at the Wisconsin State Fair Park, and it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. So, Ben, this is what happened. So I got the boat back, and finally, after uh, a couple of years, and uh, finally got the engine in it and everything. And so two things happened. One is, uh, I cannot believe this happened, but uh, after the race on Sunday, uh, we came back home, grabbed the boat, because I, I needed to run it just to make sure everything was good. And took it over to Okachi Lake. And after waiting all of this time, all of this time, I put it in Okachi Lake. We go running around. And I never, uh, there's like a little area, a shallow area where there's, it's like a shoal with rocks. I, I ran the boat up on the rocks. After two years of waiting for this thing, and I bent the propeller. So now I got to get a new propeller. It, but it's it, the, the boat itself is okay. But I can't believe I did that. So anyway. I get the boat back, and uh, we came back from the Xfinity race. And after two years, I mean, this thing was just filthy, filthy dirty. It was disgusting. So I had to clean it up. And so Kristen was going to run a bunch of errands, and I just said, you know what? I'm going to throw on old clothes. I mean, it's just dirty. And I guess, and for anybody that ever owned a boat or a camper, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't seal it, critters find their way into it. And apparently, now I had not since since our buddy Dwayne, uh, Dwayne's covered all, had redone the floor, the upholstery, the uh, bimini top, and the uh, the actual travel cover. I have not seen the inside of the boat, so I was just sitting there, just anxious to open the cover, just kind of like unwrapping a, a Christmas present. I I opened the cover. I kid you not, I could barely see the floor. It was covered. It was covered in grass and sticks and leaves. Uh, apparently, the, you know, mice or squirrels or something got into this thing and made a home. It was covered in in, in all of this, just dirt and mush and just blech. So I ended up, I grabbed the shop vac and I started vacuuming. I vacuumed every compartment. I vacuumed underneath uh, the inside of the boat, the interior I, I mean, everything. I, I filled the shop back up to where I had to dump it. And I got one of those really good, big, like, seven or eight-gallon, um, you know, um, shop vacs. Filled the thing up with grass. That's how much grass and nuts and all that crap was in there and berries and everything else. So I did that. So I got the thing cleaned up. So the joke always has been that Kristen always has said, look, uh, you know, you're going to be old and decrepit long before you're supposed to be just because I got so much going on body wise. So she's like, you're a mess. I'm like, I'll admit that I'm a mess. She says, one day you're just going to get to the point where you pee your pants and you're going to have to sit in a diaper and the whole thing. So I'm in the boat and to get out of the boat, I've got a step ladder 
a six-foot stepladder in the front of the boat. In the back of the boat, usually you can just swing your leg over the over the the back of the boat, put your foot on the step above the uh, wheel well, and then just climb down onto the ground, which is what I've always done. But now there is a uh, uh, the bimini top there, so there's some piping. There's like the the bracketing that's there. So I swung my leg over the side of the boat. Now the 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 boat is a little bit wider than the trailer. So you got to swing your leg not only back over the boat, but kind of back underneath it just a little bit at a weird angle to get your foot squarely on the the fender to be able to then bring your other foot out of the boat and kind of climb down. I got my one foot out uh-oh, and my foot slipped. And I racked myself right in the beanage to the point that it was one of those, where you start sliding like you don't know whether to grab yourself and make sure everything's still there or to brace yourself for the fall. I kind of did an in-between. One hand went to make sure that I didn't have to catch anything as a single-handed juggler, and the other hand tried to hang on to the corner of the boat. Didn't happen. So down, I, I didn't fall hard because otherwise with my back, I'd probably been paralyzed and laying there like a turtle on its back. But I, I, I took the tumble out, but I noticed when I'm laying there, looking up at the sky as if to say, am I still alive or the bright blue sky? Is that actually the tunnel to heaven? Not that I'm going to heaven. Then I realized, oh, my God, I broke something. I'm all wet. I peed myself. Ben, I peed myself. I didn't know it would happen like that. I peed myself. Now, not a lot. It wasn't like it was a, an out-of-control fire hose. But when I hit, I was like, oh, and I peed myself. I, I'm laying there in not a puddle, but I'm laying there wet. I peed myself laying on the ground looking up going, is this, is, this is what my life is. This one's called I 90th to- birthday. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking exactly. I'm like, oh, my God. I laughed so hard at the metaphor of Mike Clemens doing the review of his new spray nozzle for his garden hose, calling it the 90th birthday dribble, that that's exactly what I just did. At the age of 55, I took the nutcracking 90th birthday dribble right there on the ground laying next to between my house and my boat where no one could see me, and I thought to myself, this is if I died right here right now, this is the way they're going to find me. Laying on the ground, pissy pants, and just out. And that's the way they're going to find me. And with a uh, with a with uh, one of those uh, magic eraser from Dr. Clean or Mr. Clean or whatever it is, one of those magic erasers in my hand. And that's the way they're going to find me. Dead like that, that's it. I mean, wow. God. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> and, all I could think, and the other thing I thought was... Oh, my God, wait till I tell this story to Kristen, and wait till I tell this story on Monday. I, I peed myself. I couldn't help it. So there you go. That was that was the day I cleaned the boat. I, I thought, what a great weekend. Going to get some racing in, met some new people at 67, going to see the Xfinity Series, giving away a car, NASCAR Series, boating, the whole thing, maybe some motorcycle rides. What a weekend. See some fireworks, and instead I let, end up like a turtle on his back full of pee. And that was that was my weekend. Don't worry, I can keep that a secret. There's a good thing no uh, one listens. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's it. 
The Bill That's Michaels it. Show, presented by Life Alert. <laughs> oh, God. So I got, so Kristen gets home and she said, and I'm already sitting in the, in the living room. I've changed my clothes. She's like, why'd you change your clothes? And I just looked at her. I'm like, oh, just because I wanted to. Why'd you change your clothes? It's kind of like a kid that did something you don't want to tell mom, right? She looks at me. She goes, why'd you change your clothes? And I'm like, well, what'd you do? Well, wait a minute. What'd you do? And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have to feel bad about it. So I looked at her and I said, fell out of the boat, peed my pants. How are we looking? She went, oh, my God. Did anybody see you? I, I said, I don't think so. Maybe a car drove by, but I don't think they could see me hose flailing off into the background. His, his pee sprayed about. So there you go. There you go. That's it. That was my uh, that was my big big experience. I so, definitely yeah. will not go take any of those sentences from that story and make them a drop. Just to let you know, Ben. For all that you have gone through, waking up in the middle of the night and uh, calling and texting Ebo and such, I have really just made your day. Let's be honest. I have just made your day. I would not be surprised if that found its way into Ebo show. Uh, so anyway, that was my weekend. There you go. Uh, I did not call Mike Clemens and tell him because I didn't want to give him a further, <laughs> further review capabilities, but nevertheless. Uh, big win by the Brewers. We're going to recap that when we come back. The walk-off win by Caratini. Ofer wearing the golden sombrero to that point. Couldn't hit a ball if he was doing it with a boat paddle, falling out of a boat into the water. But uh, nevertheless, he comes up huge yesterday. I could not believe, though. Did you find it a little bit strange that Council went to uh, went to Hater after throwing 30-plus pitches the day before in Pittsburgh? Found it a little interesting that he ended up going to Hater. Uh, then there's the uh, the inside the Parker, which all the Cubs fans are going nuts, and I can't. It just, ooh, Cubs fans going crazy. Just, I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. And then, then the ultimate fly the L, the walk off in the tenth, and you're good to go. That's the way it all ends up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, WISHD.com. That's WISHD.com for all of your motorcycle needs. Go in and say hi to my buddy Craig. He's the GM over there. Uh, I was uh, texting with him yesterday. I found him a good bottle of whiskey, too. Uh, a, a a really good bottle of whiskey. He's, uh, he's a whiskey and... Uh, kind of a Jameson connoisseur, but I found a really good bottle of Scotch whiskey yesterday. I thought, maybe I'll grab you that. But that I digress. If you're looking for a new bike, if you're looking for some motor clothes, parts, accessories, or just great events, whatever it happens to be, go to WISHD.com. And don't forget, they are your home for the hometown rally, Labor Day weekend, and the landing spot for the big unit motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 4th. It is fantastic. It's going to be 23 bands out there on the north stage and the south stage that weekend and our band is playing our party is going to be none other than rebel grace on one and Hairbangers ball on the other it's going to be fantastic go to wishd.com that is wishd.com here's some brewers stuff when we come back stay tuned we got more of the bill michael show next this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network
number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad you're with us. If you missed hour number one, I don't know what to tell you, but you got to go back and listen to it. Uh, you should find it if you're just joining the program on uh, Spotify, uh, TuneIn. Or not Spot, or not TuneIn, but, uh, well, I guess you can find us on TuneIn. Uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and you can also find us over on Google Podcasts as well. Don't forget, you can always uh, find the program to watch it on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. There you go. By the way, I, I don't know if they're replaying this. Is this the uh, the replay of the Nathan's Famous International Hot Dog Eating Contest at Coney Island, New York, that they have over on uh, ESPN right now or ESPN News or whatever the hell it is. I was just flipping through and saw it. I'm like, wait a minute. We were just talking about that. In the grandest form of protests, two uh, Star Wars adorned figures ran to the stage uh, in an attempt to draw attention to Smithfields, which is a uh, pork supplier to Nathan's Hot Dogs, and then uh, attempted to disrupt the hot dog eating contest. The National Pastime of Hot Dog Eating Contests on the 4th of July, uh, it is a replay, by the way, only then to be wailed to the ground by Joey Chestnut, who had a blown-out tendon in his foot, hobbling to the stage on crutches, a hot dog in one hand, a hot dog stuffed in his grill, and had enough wherewithal to take an arm, put it around the protester via chokehold, and throw his lame, really pasty white ass to the ground. That's that's just awesome. That's just that's he, he, Joey Chestnut is like a superhero, isn't he, Ben? He's like a superhero. I think he was called a god yesterday, and I don't think I can argue. Many are wondering if his performance yesterday was more impressive than Terrell Owens playing the Super Bowl on a broken leg. I would, I would say so. That, that, it's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I, I, I just, you know, a hot dog in one hand, a blown-out tendon, a hot dog stuffed in your grill, Still protruding from your bloated face, the tip end of a hot dog hanging out of your grill, and a protester bust you up, only to have you put turn around with your free hand, mind you, and put him in a chokehold and wail him, wail him to the ground. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. That's American right there, right? I'm going to eat my hot dog with a busted up cannon on it. You get out of my way, piss boy. Wham! Down he goes. Ben, I peed myself. There you go. That's the reason you need to go back and listen to the podcast. To the first hour of the show. Yeah, Joey, Joey Chestnut. I might get a Joey Chestnut jersey. I don't know where I'm going to have one made up. He should, he should like, fly around with a cape that just says Wiener Man. <laughs> oh, there you go. Good stuff. I'm pretty fired up today for coming back after a holiday weekend. Then again, it's a short week, I guess. Maybe I'm a little giddy because it's a short week for me. Uh, I'm here today, tomorrow, and Thursday, and that'd be it. And then gone for a week. So, uh, Is Brandon Woodruff back? I don't. I, th- this is crazy. It says Brandon uh, Brewers ace Brandon Woodruff 
Made his long way to return to the mound last week. To say it went well would be a gross understatement. Woodruff first towed the rubber Tuesday in Tampa Bay, where his line was five innings, two hits, one earned run, 10 Ks. Made everybody quickly forget about his absence. Then he backed it up in a big way on Sunday. Six innings, no runs, eight strikeouts against the Pirates. Some legitimate concern that Woodruff would need some time to return to his usual dominant self, but the hesitation can now be swept aside thanks to what is 11-inning, 8-hit, 1-run, 18-strikeout week. 11 innings, 8-hit, eight 8-hits, eight only 1-run, 18-Ks in a week. Now, can we officially say Brandon Woodruff is back? Yay or nay? Yay or nay? Get into that discussion. If you want to chime in, 877-867-1670. Going back to the uh, hot dog eating thing real quick, we got to do this because Ben has uh, found the uh, the announcers as they were uh, introducing Joey Chestnut. And uh, the uh, the announcers are, I know I've never heard this. Ben, what exactly is this? They have that hype guy who wears the weird hat that always oh, introduces right. yeah. all the guys. And yeah. it looks like he's on some sort of drugs, given... How heavily his hand is shaking. I want whatever he's taken, but uh, he is an electric human being. So this guy is announcing, announcing the uh, participants in the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. And he goes bananas. Uh, Let's take a listen. There will be a day that is the end. The collapse of time and all that stood within it. A day of nothing, of no one, of nowhere. But that day is not today. Today, we burn bright. Today, we blind the earth with our desire. And while it is still ours, we will bend history to witness this moment, to witness this man. Consequence of carbon, the fleeting spray of life turned diamond by the sun, forever suspended in that instant, indifferent to the gods, for he does not envy their power, he will not plead their pardon, he will curse and spit and sneer and shout his name at the heavens. I am the shining ark of humanity. Yield to my dominion. And if we must compete for our place within existence, we submit as our champion the champion of the world, of now and of always, of the air, of the fire, of the sea, of the land, of the free. Ladies and gentlemen, the Nathan's famous Fourth of July champion of the world. Yeah, Holy crap. <laughs> that is a lot to absorb. That is an introduction. I mean, presidents, champions of every major sport. 
champions of every subsport do not get introduced in that light. But a guy that stuffs 63 hot dogs in his freaking grill gets that kind of an introduction. That, that kudos. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing. A man took uh, 63 wieners to the face, and he still survives and gets that kind of an introduction. That's not a bad way to go right there, Ben. That's kind of the way I want to be introduced when I die. When they're bringing the casket down the middle of the aisle, that's what I want right there. But it's the CEO of Life Alert. <laughs> that's right. I we found this man immortalized <laughs> upon the top of the concrete, sun basking down. Pants soaked. <laughs> the stench of urine protruding from his lifeless body. Oh, my God. Blinded oh. by his impeccable windows from pillow Bl- windows and yes. doors. Blinded. That's, oh, he's throwing in the sponsor. Blinded by the windows. And I was laying literally next to one of the patio doors. From Pella. I was laying right there next to it. The reflection off of that patio door from one Pella windows and doors. A free <laughs> quick trip burger in his hand. Right. His motorcycle only feet away. <laughs> oh, the casket will look like a NASCAR. <laughs> Crying because nobody... We'll ever receive the Bill Michaels deal at the Four Seasons Island Resort right? ever again. Nobody ever again. <laughs> ever again. Cigar hanging out of his grill or his pants. We don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I'm hot. I suddenly got sweaty laugh, laughing after that. It's a hot one today outside. Holy mackerel. 877 867 If you want to hit us up, do so. But that is the introduction for Joey Chestnut. That's not like the introduction for Golden State coming home after winning the NBA title. I don't even think the Brewers, I don't even think the Brewers would get that kind of welcome as they would then take the World Series trophy, begin it on Wisconsin Avenue, make their way down past Blue Mound, down that side street, and in to one American family field. I don't think they would get that kind of an announcement. But Joey Chestnut stuffing hot dogs in his grill will. That's amazing. Completely amazing. Oh. Woo! Nothing like a day after the holiday, right? Man, oh, man. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Greg says, by the way, uh, you could then market those pillow windows as P-proof. <laughs> oh, good Jet. God. Yeah, this is Jet right there. Yep, P-proof windows, just in case. <laughs> oh, good God. Gino says, the old Acme Packing Company, now American Food Group, uh, they sell beef to Smithfield uh, for the hot dogs. Why hurt the Green Bay workers? I, I agree. Why do that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Smithfield, I don't know what the deal is. I, I, you know, Obviously, you can read his stuff 
that's out there on the internet if you choose to do so, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Tom over in the Bud Light live stream says, you hope Woody is back. What a key piece if he is. Uh, Gino also asked the question, do they even fly a, a, an L flag? I think at, at Wrigley they do. Whether they win or they lose, they fly a flag to let you know what the what the Cubs did that day. I, I do believe they do. Uh, our buddy Ridgeway Nutt over on uh, Twitter says, Cubs are playing a trip, uh, uh, playing triple a level talent what a travesty i the cubs yes the reds the same i mean the now i will say this and, and i ran into this over the weekend and and i'm gonna defend this okay so hang in there hang in there with me for just a second because when you look at the standings and, and the division i get that the division is is not a good division it's the brewers and the cardinals and that's it okay cardinals three games back brewers on top Pittsburgh, Chicago, Cincinnati, it's a terrible division. It's a terrible division, 100%. The the Mets playing against the Braves, against the Phillies, uh, against the Marlins. Marlins have now won five straight, by the way. Uh, Washington sucks. Can't even put them in that same mix. But the, the Marlins are still 11 games back. Philadelphia is starting to fade, but they're eight games back. Okay, but here's the issue. That's not a bad division, and New York's beating up on them. The Brewers, I, I'm not going to defend the Brewers for beating bad teams. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't have a problem with that. If you've got a problem with that, that's on you. You can only beat the teams that are on your schedule. That's like, you know, some of these teams late in the season when Alabama plays, you know, Cupcake University, and and then they count. Look. They schedule it that way. It's no different than playing Appalachian State early on in the uh, in the season. It's no different. I get it. It's when you play it, but you play who's on your schedule. You play who you've scheduled. You know, it's the same thing with football. You know, you can play what's considered to be the toughest schedule, but if that team decides to tank it, if that team, you know, changes personnel in the off season and they go from being a pretty good opponent to a pretty bad opponent then so be it. What are you supposed to do? You can only play them. So the Brewers are playing in the division that's pretty weak, right? I'll agree with that. But I'm not going to fault them for winning the division. What you would do is you would go nuts. You would go bat crap crazy if they lost the division. Because you would say they could even win a division. That sucked. So... Appreciate the fact that they're beating up on bad teams. Who cares? That's what you're supposed to do. That's what good teams do. You beat up on bad teams. And that's why that first game against Pittsburgh, they lost 8-7. to seven. That's why it kind of sticks right there. Sticks in your craw a little bit. Because that was a game you should have had and you let it go. You know, that's one of those games where at the end of the season, you could end up looking back going, oh, you know, there's three or four games we look at. Had we had those three or four games... We'd ended up four, five, six games up in the division rather than coming down to a playoff game or something. So I agree, man. I that Who cares if they're beating up on bad teams? Beat them. 47 and 35, 12 games over 500. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I'll take it in a heartbeat. Now, it's not the 50 and 30 of the Mets, and it's not the 50 and 29 of the Dodgers. I get it, but I'll take it. I'll take it in a heartbeat. 
Because at some point, L.A., they're going to face some bad teams. Look, L.A.'s facing Colorado. They're 10 games under. Arizona, they're not a good baseball team. They've kind of given up, although they actually performed a little bit better than what many people expected. Still sitting at 14 and a half games back and 36 and 44, but nevertheless, eight games under 500. A lot of people thought with the way they were dealing players at, uh, in the offseason that this they wouldn't even field a team. It'd be a bunch of beer vendors and ditch diggers. So not a bad division. I agree, but some teams are playing a little bit better than what their talent is. I just think flat out, to be honest with you, uh, Chicago and Cincinnati have just given up. They're, they're not even to the unofficial midway point of the season yet, and both of those teams just threw in the towel. They don't even play like they want to win, watching the mistakes both teams make. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.